Welcome, travelers, to the Rule of Cool podcast, a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast that's occasionally inappropriate and frequently distracted. In the last episode, our adventurers visited Chadwick's old home and met the family butler. After some awkward confrontations with Chadwick's parents, the crew learned a little more about the situation around his family and missing child. Chadwick's father also pointed the team towards their next lead. Without any further ado, I now present the Rule of Cool. Welcome to the Rule of Cool, a D&D 5e actual play podcast that is occasionally inappropriate, frequently distracted. I'm Sarah, you're just mm, here, DM, and tonight the boys are going to introduce themselves by uh, telling us what their current background picture is. On what? On whatever you want to share. <laughs> I'm giving you a little uh, bit of an out in case one of you has something stupid. Uh, I mean, I do, but the problem is it's both my phone and my computer background. Then it sucks to be you. <laughs> tell us or lie. I do not care. Uh, hi, my name is Jason. I play Vaughn, the half-elf wild mage sorcerer. Um, and the current background that I have on my phone is the last picture that was sent by the uh, Martian rover. It's mostly a black black picture with like little white speckles or whatnot, but it it was like sad. So, okay. Wait, yeah. the one that just died? <laughs> yeah, the one that just died. <laughs> oh. I'm actually shocked that it wasn't gritty. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! So okay, hang on. <laughs> so let me let me just show you guys. Uh, I can have a video, and that's Wait, that's what? gritty. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's my lock screen is is gritty tearing up the uh San Jose aquarium and he belly flops on the sharks. <laughs> <laughs> that's my that's my beautiful baby boy. Hi everyone. Uh my name is Adam. I play Chadwick, the cleric of light, and my phone background is <laughs> shocker, my child. You have a kid? <laughs> I know, who would have thought? Who would know? Just your character, right? It's your character's child. Yeah, absolutely. It's Liam. (laughs) Um, But my actual background in the screen, I don't know if you guys can tell, is Inception, my Inception poster. Oh, yeah. Which I'm personally proud of. I like my Inception poster. I like that you're proud of it. I love that movie. Well, I just mean, like, you didn't make it. Nothing says adult male like a framed movie poster. I'm yeah, I have like six how of many, them. I know. Or eight like, of how them, many so. of I did you did I get with that? Three of you. I have four. I have four that I can in in this room. Everybody but Jordan, basically. Yep, I'm the only one safe. <laughs> I do also have real wall art made by actual artists. I just also am obsessed with movies. Okay. And Kramer, I have yes. no movie posters in here. The only the only piece of art that I have in here is this Rock'em Sock'em's robot uh, <laughs> picture painting. Okay, so I take it back. There is something worse 
I have on your wall <laughs> that I framed a movie poster. So one of my first adult purchases was a very expensive painting of adult two robots boxing. Is in quotes. <laughs> so hi, this is Alex. I play Reese the Lizard Folk Barbarian. And my background on my phone is the Death Star, if you can see it. Not sure why we're showing it. But I, I, I'm yeah. really wondering why you are. Yeah, listeners, if you can see it. Can you see reminds... this at home? Everybody <laughs> wink twice if you can see it at home. Um, yeah, just just shout in your car if you can see this. If you can see this, you should donate $1. If you can't see it, you should donate $5. <laughs> <laughs> okay, quick sidebar. Who all has seen the new trailer? I'm just going to like... We don't need to talk about it. I just want to know. Which so new trailer? Seen the, new Star- the new Star, Star Wars. Wars. I don't watch trailers. Oh, Alex. Uh, yeah. I don't watch trailers for things I'm guaranteed to see. Exactly. It's like Marvel trailers. I'm like, why? Your trailer should just be like, Marvel, new movie, this date, done. I don't Give need me 30, mi- 30 so seconds good. of you selling me. I'm seeing your movie, Marvel. I'm seeing your movie, Star Wars. Oh, hey, be careful on the internet in case you don't know. The last five minutes of Avengers is already out there. The last five minutes? Spoiler alert. What a bunch of assholes. Who wants that? Like, uh, today, the Marvel subreddit went on lockdown. I don't know how long they're going to be on lockdown. But, like, it's on lockdown because they don't want anybody posting about it. Did Tom Holland accidentally click a button? I don't know how it got out. I don't think so. One of my favorite tweets, I think it was from The Onion or whatnot, it was some joke uh, website, was that Tom Holland apologizes for accidentally spoiling in, uh, or uploading the entire film of Infinity War. And he goes, shit, did I? <laughs> like, yeah. They did not give him the full script for this last movie, yeah, which I, don't see I think is hilarious. Picture. They gave him just his lines. And so half of the time he doesn't even know who he's fighting against or acting with. But apparently that's how they do it for all of them. I've been reading a bunch of the press about it because that's the only thing they're allowed to talk about. That's how they've been doing it for especially the ones who tend to spoil. Right. Well, yes, that's Mark Ruffalo. And good old Tommy Boy. Through through all this, I found out I didn't realize that he left his phone on Facebook Live for the first five or ten minutes of Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. <laughs> So people who are watching the stream could hear it, and a Marvel exec had to come over and tell him to turn his phone off. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, like... Which, I mean, it's not like the first ten minutes really spoiled much, but it was just funny. I just watched Thor Ragnarok, like, a week ago, and I don't remember what the first five or ten minutes are. He's in the cage, and then he talks oh, to Sir yeah, or however... It doesn't really spoil it much. It's very funny, but that's all. It's hilarious. Well, and you know what, though? He thought he was going to get in major trouble. And like the next day or the next time he was on set they, for for Avengers, one of the like Disney execs or something came up to him and was like, we, you got us so much publicity that we could have never paid for. Yeah. Like, this was amazing. And especially because it was so re- well received because it was so funny for those first couple minutes. Yeah. Okay, who has yet to go? Pebe, have you gone? Hey, y'all, it's Jordan, a.k.a. Pebe, and I am your friendly... Uh, (laughs) I forgot what I was. Um, And my background with my lock screen and phone is like... I don't know if we got a good visual here. 
Visual does not kill the <laughs> podcast. So it's like a white spiritual Eevee jumping into a prism. And then there's like each color of the rainbow Eevee shooting out the other side of it. It's the dark side of the moon Eevee. Yeah. I'm not sure if you guys have seen that art. Well, I know uh, what dark side yeah. of the moon's album cover looks like. So obviously. picture Eevee the Pokemon's tail is the rainbow. Cool. You guys can head down to one of the unused rooms. You can head out to the gardens. You can head back out to the street. I'd like to go outside if at all possible. You could go to the gardens if you wanted. Going out the front way is going to take you very close to the street. But you do have that small walking path, um, a rose garden, and the kitchen garden out back. I mean, in my head, I want like a place that I think would be secure from anybody trying to listen in. The back garden is still gated but you know where the people in the house are, the mm-hmm. most you would risk is maybe a gardener. Okay, that's fine. We can go to the back rose garden or whatever. Yep. So you go out to the garden. Close to the house are just some flower beds in a set-off-to-the-side area. Nestled up against the house is the kitchen garden with stairs going down into the kitchen. There's a walking path with a couple of benches trees around the um, gate back here as well and then some trellises with climbing roses um, creating a little uh, squared off area okay i'll just look around and i'm gonna be like so looks like we're gonna go visit some gnomes i like the gnomes everybody cool with that yeah reese is also like putting his arms out and making just like getting in the sun as much as he can because he just learned that the sun heals you. Uh, for a lizard, that's probably good. Yeah. He feels a little more energized. Yeah. Chadwick, what are you thinking? What do you feel? How are you right now? Mm, I don't really know. I'm mad. I'm happy. I just want to, I just want to get this over with. I just want, I just want to see my kid. That's weird to say. <laughs> well, I think it's time we get him back. Your move. What should we do? Well, do you want to go straight to the gnomes, or should we visit our friend Alistair and see what he knows? We have to wait a couple hours, because Dad's going to get some potions for us. I don't think you guys have shared with Chad that mm-hmm. you have a contact in the city. Well, I prevented them. I know that there is a person. I don't know that they're in the city or anything yep. like that. I need. We need to wait a couple hours. My dad's going to get some potions for us, and I think we'll need those. Um, I couldn't really think of anything else that we could possibly need. I don't know. But Crim Sorcery? I don't know. They're going to be some magic people. Vaughn, you think you can help us out with anything? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I do I a different kind so. of magic, so... Yeah, I know. You're so helpful. Thanks. I'm going to reach up to his ear and go, oh, here, and I'm a... I'm going to palm the a coin and pull it out of his ear. Oh, yeah. See, this is my kind of magic. <laughs> and I'll just I'll just do that, like, close my eyes and sigh. Uh, thing. <laughs> Don't worry. Vaughn isn't that useless. He'll do something. He can put some people to sleep, I guess. As <laughs> long as they're not snakes, I think we'll be okay. Yeah. Well, we'll find out. They might be. I want to get another snake. Uh. You don't like snakes? No, they're creepy. 
Oh, I didn't know. I think they taste good. I take out the microwave snake from my bag. Oh, I don't have my bag. You don't have your bag. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Congrats. You played yourself. Hey, should we go see this Alistair guy from the Golden Guild or something? The Gilded Guild? That's what I said. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Is this a round or truth or thing? Yeah. Oh, Lord. Okay. I'm going to pretend I don't know what that is. I'm going to go to Doll's Temple here in town. I need to go, I don't know, do something there. I'm going to let Deckel know that that's where I'll be, and maybe he can make sure that the potions are sent to me. If you guys want to meet me there in a couple hours, you do you, but keep me out of it. All right, go talk to your candle. (laughs) I will. His his baby doll. (laughs) Yeah, my baby doll. I guess if that's where we're going to part ways, that's what I'll do. I'll just do exactly what I said. Yep. Before that, we go anywhere, like, yeah. your dad sucks. <laughs> I mean, he's yeah, not kind great. of. I mean, he's good at what he does. Um, being like, a dad. Being a dick? Is that what you said? Yeah. I mean, he's a businessman. Kind all of right. the same thing, right? You can justify it all you want. That was that's that's the life I was supposed to have. That's supposed to be me. Well, good thing you didn't turn out like you're dead. Yeah, I think I need to get out of this house. I don't think it's good for me here. Not for now. Well, let's part ways. Um, I'm gonna go with him because no offense, not really a big temple kind of guy. So I understand. That probably need to go there myself. Yep. Just just for you, and it doesn't have to happen at this moment, yep. but I probably... I get to use that book once a day. The book? Yeah. Once a long rest. I would probably go to the Temple of Dahl and then also use the book yep. at some point. Again, it, yeah, we can do yep. that whenever. But We can I come just, back to you. Yeah, I just want to let you know that's kind of where I'm headed. Yeah, that's what I assumed was going to happen. All righty. All right, people that are not Adam. Um, Chadwick... You did uh, have a quick conversation with Deckel. He confirmed he will have the supplies delivered to you at the temple. The other three. The servants do fetch your gear. Anything you entrusted to them has been cleaned, shined, pressed, stains removed, buffed, sharpened if they were weapons of that nature. Your quarterstaff has any... uh splinters buffed out of it your your mall has a nice cherry stain on it now um to try to cover up the blood stains i was gonna try to like when they gave me our stuff back uh depending on how all of the meetings went i was going to raise a fuss and try and get a better quarter staff from the back yeah (laughs) but but they brought me a nice looking quarter staff so maybe i can turn a profit on this this uh this one that i have it's looking uh, nice and fresh. So, hey, Peleus, like, you're a rich person, too. Is your family, like, a bunch of assholes? <laughs> <laughs> well, Reese, I did kill one, so yes. Yeah, but, like, he was a bad guy, so that's okay. And, like, is your mom and your dad, are they, like, nice people? My dad's basically the worst person born, but my mother... She doesn't even know herself, let alone anyone else. Hey, well, like, that's not good. I don't... 
people's families suck. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm lucky. <laughs> Udagold catches up to you. He said goodbye to Chad, and he sees you guys leaving, and he goes, "Uh, uh, where where are you guys off to? Uh, can I can I help with anything? Uh, I'm not a big god person, so uh, if I can be helpful to you guys, uh, get you a cab, uh, send you somewhere." Give you directions. So about that coin card, is it on you now? Yeah, I mean, uh, I'd have to get my parents to refill it. You can have uh, what's left on it, and then I'll uh, go talk to them. And he uh, hands over a uh, black, what's like three by two inch card that has his name on it. it has CC in a uh, silver script in the top left corner. The pin for it is a uh, two, three, five, six. That is perfect, Google. Thank you very much. And um, about that cab that you were gonna call, I guess we could use it. We've got a little errand to run. Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, uh, I think I think the Darrows have one. Have an automated car of their own. Uh, Deckel, Deckel, can you get that brought around? And uh, Deckel says, uh. Of course. And uh, he opens up a little tablet that has some runes on it, presses some of the runes, and from around the corner, hidden behind some bushes, is another automated vehicle. This one is nicer than the one you guys came in, of the appropriate colors of the family, um, with some ornate work on the door. And he goes, uh, yeah, uh, I can just uh, key in wherever you guys need to go. Uh, where where are you guys going? We're headed to see a friend of ours at the Guild of Guilds. Oh, I'm I'm in the Guild of Guild. I can take you guys there. Oh, great. I thought we were going to get rid of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, I thought he wasn't plot relevant, man. <laughs> you know what, Ugo? I would love that. Come along with us. Because, yeah, who are you guys seeing? Well, I think it's Alistair Moody or something. Alistair Moody. <laughs> oh, it's my old buddy, Alistair. When you when you say Alistair, he goes, uh, Oh, uh, okay. Uh, yeah, I can drop you off at the guild, get you guys inside, and then, uh, then I'll just leave you because I did promise Chad I'd come back and help his mom. So unfortunately, I can't go talk to Lord Alistair with you. But a drat, right? Ah, oh, such a shame. Yeah, so you guys all get into the automated car. It's larger than the other one as well. There's plenty of leg room. He keys in the address. If any of you would like to learn how to operate it, he'll show you as you guys head towards the Gilded Guild. Does anyone want to do that? I I don't. No. Okay. <laughs> I kind of do. No, like, it's fine. You can just have a slight curiosity of what he's pressing. You see runes that, uh, when the runes are pressed, you see a small string of letters at the, letters and numbers at the top light up. You can guess that it's pretty much uh, press a rune that correlates to a number or letter um, and he's just typing in addresses, basically. So he he quickly shows you, you know, which rune means which letter and number. Tells you the runes are actually um, in Dwarvish. 
as this is a dwarvish company that makes these cars and tells you how to get back to this house, gives you the address of Chad's family's house and also um, the Temple of Light. Yeah, so you just uh, press these buttons and uh, um, to get to where Chad's going, you just press this group right here and he shows you um, and you'll be able to navigate to known locations using one of these automated vehicles going forward. Uh, just Paleus. Cool. You guys pull up outside of a a large building that actually takes up half of a block in this city. It's more towards the city proper, but it is marble exterior with um, painted gold detailing at the windows, ledges, doors, etc. And a um, ornate sign ostentatiously crafted out of different uh, rare metals that says the Gilded Guild. Udagold gestures for you guys to get out with him, uh, walks up to the guild, holds his wrist up to another rune pad, and um, the door opens for him, and he leads you inside. There is a desk with a receptionist sitting at it, and Udagold walks up to the receptionist and says, uh, Hey, uh, can I get some uh, day passes for my friends here? They're here to uh, see uh, Lord Alistair. The receptionist looks up, confirms Udigold's identity, gives you each little placards that you can clip onto your clothing that say guest, and um, informs Udigold that Lord Alistair is in the Sen Hall. And uh, Alistair uh, tells you guys how to get to the Sen Hall, but does confirm he's going to head back to the house to look after uh, Chad's mother. Thanks, Udi. <laughs> I like the <laughs> wink that you just did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, glad, to, glad to be a help. Glad to be home. Glad to be a help. Uh, let me know if uh, I can help with anything else. Uh, have, have fun, I guess. We'll try. Yep. Can I have oh. your shirt? Um, <laughs> unfortunately, I need this to be able to, you know, you know, polite society wants me to be wearing a shirt. But if you do need a shirt, I'm sure we can send someone out to get one for you. Actually, I hate shirts. I don't even know why I said that. But like, maybe like a nice hat. So, I'll see. I'll see if I can find one and get it sent to you. Okay. Sounds great. Thanks again, Udi. All right, all right. I'm feeling good about this. I'm feeling good about this, you guys. Uh, I will see you around, I guess. Uh, good luck. Yeah, you can go. <laughs> This is Jason. I just wanted to take a quick break from the podcast to say thanks for listening. If you have any questions for the cast or about anything in general, you can find us on Twitter at Rule of Cool Cast or send an email to the Rule of Cool Podcast at gmail.com. 
If you'd like to be featured on this podcast, you can also contact us on Twitter or by email. Today, we'd like to give a special thanks to anyone who's left a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts from. This week, The Rule of Cool is sponsored by MapQuest. It's how you get there. Our intro, outro, and interstitial music is a song Orchids by You Bred Raptors. You can find their music wherever fine music is sold or at their website, youbredraptors.com. And with that, we'll get back to the podcast. walking out the door you guys each have the little placards um that say guest and he did tell you how to get to send hall you guys walk down the hallway up a flight of stairs and one of the wings of this building has over the entryway to the wing a carved marble plaque that says send hall inside you see some slightly athletic gamesmanship tools like uh, a billiards table, dart boards, um, etc. in there. I don't think that's very athletic, but okay. Y- yeah. <laughs> so like the Gilded Guild, I have different halls and one of the halls is the uh, non-athletic gamesmanship, which is like cards and chess. And one is the training room where you can do fencing and they have a lap pool. And then this is what they consider the athletic gamesmanship hall. Okay. So is the guy in there? It's a large hall. You do see some chairs sitting around. You would have to go in to... It's a long hall. So it does take up the entire like half of this building on this floor. So it's probably 80 to 100 yards long and probably um, 40 to 50 yards across being lit by natural lighting from the windows. There are some large windows lining the walls that face out in this hall. So like, who are we looking for again? It was Alistair. Yeah, like, but what does he look like? Kind of a tall, snug fellow, dark hair. Thin, handsome, but not too handsome. Arrogant, as I'll be. So that's like every person. Again, look, I don't know. Can you find him for me? You've met him, right? Vaughn, do you uh, know him? I have no idea who we're supposed to meet, because I wasn't there in the bar when you all were talking to Mary. Oh, like, we didn't tell you anything? Absolutely not. It was some guy named, like, Elaster or something, and... Haley's... I don't remember. <laughs> I remember clearly, it was uh, Lord Elister Marcus Penny Hollow Denigrew Viscount Kunish. Heir to the Duke of Walsh. Oh, that guy, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just here for the ride. I didn't want to, you know, sit around and do nothing at, at the Temple of Dahl for a whole episode or two. Yeah. So you guys haven't entered the hole yet. Um, but from where you're standing, you don't see anyone inside. Why haven't we entered the hole yet? Let's go. Okay. So as you guys walk inside, off to the left, so it would have been obscured from the doorway, you do see a tall man with black hair and a creamy complexion 
leaning back in a plush chair uh, with a matching footrest. The chair and footrest have obviously been moved into the hall from another location because there are no similar chairs in this room. He has a bottle of amber liquid in one hand that he is actively taking a pull from. Hearing your not-subtle approach, he pushes his head back against the back of the chair further so that he's able to see you over the back of the chair upside down, cracking an eye to see who's approaching. The eye he has open is hazel on the side of yellow. Seeing a uh, ragtag group of people he does not recognize, he smirks and uh, doesn't break eye contact, raises his hand, swirls it around with a uh, lazy, relaxed manner, and uh, the balls on the billiards table next to him rack themselves into a perfect triangle, alternating uh, striped and solid. And he uh, sits up a little bit, turns to face you straight on, and uh, says, uh, billiards. Sure. I guess I'm kind of hungry. He (laughs) stands up with a single fluid motion. His height puts him just two inches short of you, Reese. But unlike you, he's on the lean side. He's wearing an ankle-length black trench coat that has black feathers at the neck and wrists, loose black pants made of a soft cloth, and no shirt. You can see a few light scars across his torso and at least one on his face. He goes to pick up a long stick from a shelf on the wall and uh, gestures for you, Vaughn, to do the same leans against the wall, waiting for you to uh, make the first move. Okay, uh, I'll grab a, a pull stick, and I will go to where I need to uh, break. I guess I'm going to have to roll. Yeah, roll athle- athletics. All right. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> That's a three. You skip the cue ball off of the table, and it rolls along the floor, and uh, he lets out a uh, low chuckle. Reese is going to go pick it up and then try to take a bite out of it. Okay. Roll strength. I'm going to say, oh, you beat me. That's 15. 15? You crack it a little bit but don't get a chunk out of it this is like the shittiest gumball i've ever eaten (laughs) lord alistair after chuckling at you lays his lays his pool stick down um and walks over to a table on the other wall in this corner that is set with a uh covered plate he uncovers the plate and begins to uh, begins to smoothly apply red jam to a biscuit, making eye contact with Yvonne as he says, uh, Well then, what can I uh, do for you? I honestly have no idea. Uh, you should talk to these two. Hey, look, Paley's, don't you know this guy? Lord Alistair Marcus, how are you going to look around the room if you do not recognize me? He looks you up and down, pushes off of the wall, saunters up to you, uh, leans in real close, and says, uh, well, I do believe you have me at a disadvantage. Uh, 
If I've made your acquaintance before, it uh, escapes me now. Uh, but I'm always willing to rekindle a friendship. And he takes a bite out of the biscuit. Reese takes a bite out of the cue ball to match him. Make another strength. Because he was doing it intimidatingly. That's a 17. <laughs> yeah, you get a chunk. And Reese chews it up and stares him in the eyes. <laughs> he uh, points at you with the uh, butter knife he was using to spread the jam and says, You seem like a good time. <laughs> I'm afraid you all have me at a disadvantage. You know my name. I'm Lord Alistair. You can call me Al. All my friends do. And only those scared of me refuse to be my friend, of course. Uh, but I uh, don't know your names. So my name is Peleus, and these are my friends Reese and Vaughn. Hi. Peleus what? Friend? Peleus Quarenzara of the uh, Grayson clan. Yes, the, uh, the twin. You're the... Which twin are you? The more attractive one. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, not the, uh... Not the, uh, barely subtle racist. No, not at all. He was unfortunately in a very tragic... Occident, so to speak. Hmm. Well, I, uh, do wish I remembered you. That does sound like a good story. Perhaps I can get you to tell it to me, along with, uh, why you're here, and, uh, why you're here in front of me. So you may know my friend Mary. He sent me along to see if you may have some information on a, uh, Missing boy. Mary, Mary, uh, you will forgive me. My network is vast. Um, Mary, he does what again? He's like two feet tall. <laughs> Mary of, of making Mary. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Uh, good investment, that man. Uh, Yes, uh, sorry, you've caught me, uh, day drinking a little bit, uh, nothing currently to do, and, uh, no one currently worth doing anything with, although, he looks at Peleus, that may have changed. Yes, Mary has sent you, a missing boy. I'm afraid you still have me at a disadvantage. What boy? Where is he missing from? And how am I supposed to know his whereabouts? Let's dive into this in a moment. But first, I'm feeling a little parched. I think my friends and I could use a drink, and I think you should use another yourself, sir. Yes, yes. Uh, well, you can uh, surely uh, avail yourself of this. It's a... Uh, my family's uh, private distillery. He hands over the bottle he was drinking from. Very hard to get a hold of outside of, well, <laughs> me. You can start there and uh, if there's anything else, we can uh, surely find it for you here. Well, thank you. Now it does I, who's caught off guard. 
And I drink directly out of the bottle, making eye contact with him. Yes, well, uh, being caught off guard is uh, an undervalued pleasure in life. Mundanity uh, is uh, boring and, well, surprises can be sexy. When he says sexy, um, I just stare at Peleus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's watching. As you take a sip out of the bottle, he watches the bottle go to your lips and then holds his gaze on your lips for a little bit longer than normal. Do tell me more about the surprise questions you're springing on me. So we're looking for a missing boy. His name is Liam. You heard of him? Well, you can hardly live in uh, this city and not know uh, that piece of gossip. Yes, the boy is missing. Now it's my turn for questions. Why do you think I'd know where he is? And why is that my problem? Oh, come on, Al. You are heir to the Duke of Walsh. I think you need another drink and you need to spill this gossip you know so much about. Yes, well, uh, you do address me as friends, so uh, tell me uh, how you plan to prove the friendship you address me with, and uh, maybe I'll prove a friend worthy of that uh, proof. Reese looks at Vaughn and does, like, the blowjob motion, and... I am a man of many talents, and I could teach you perhaps a thing or two. I'll give you an H.J. in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> and an up nod. Oh, definitely an up nod. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I can help you, and then we can further our friendship uh, as I help you. Does that sound uh, reasonable? I think that sounds like quite the plan. Wonderful. Uh, you come sit over here with me. And he uh, sits back down in the chair and motions towards the matching uh, footstool. Um, I'm going to follow and plop down on this footrest. He leans back, still looking at you, and he says, um, Now, I'm sure Mary wouldn't have sent you to me if he didn't know I knew something that could be useful, but forgive me, I know many, many things, and even more people. So, you're going to have to give me a little bit more information to go on. The family's been fairly tight-lipped on uh, useful details. Everyone has to sign a blasted uh, non-disclosure agreement before they're allowed to work for them, and... <laughs> I don't need that sort of headache in my life. So unfortunately, I'm a little sparse on details, and you're a little sparse on uh, my goodwill. So what could we do about this non-disclosure? It's not magically binding, is it? Not to my knowledge, it's not magically binding. But if you've ever been in the other side of the courts from, uh, well... <laughs> Anyone who's anyone, I'm sure you know, you'd avoid that situation if you didn't want a headache. We didn't sign anything anyway. So. No, you guys didn't. Well, I'm sure you know quite the uh, 
private place to discuss these details without anyone knowing. He gestures to the hall around you and he goes, Dear friend, anywhere I want to be alone is a private place for me. Reese is just looking at Vaughn like, should we leave? Are these two men okay? <laughs> I just I wish I could just summon popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm not a wizard. You know, now you have my attention. You sound like you have something interesting, but you're fastly losing that interest. So either give me something I can work with or get out. What do you know about the crim sorcery? Well, that, of course, is an interesting question, isn't it? Because legally, I know absolutely nothing about crime sorcery. Crim sorcery. It's a regional dialect, of course, whether you say crim or crime. Uh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. There <laughs> we go. It's like the north and the south, like some of the border cities where the southerners knew you were from the north if you said it wrong. Uh, Stanton versus Staunton, all that jazz. Uh, but, uh, of course, we all know, legally, I know absolutely nothing about such an organization, but, uh, practically, and, uh, for friends, I, uh... No, the general network, and uh, how to leverage it at times. And um, if you had an idea of where in the world you were looking for a particular branch of the organization, I could probably tell you what doors to knock on. Or better yet, for a bit of fun, I could even take you to said door, open it for you, usher you in. You seem like a good time. I feel like I'm going to go for option two. Lead the way, sir. Option two is, of course, my preferred as well. I have been rotting uh, away here, looking for my next fun time. And, well... Fun times can be found in adventures. They can also be found in uh, people. He says, uh, looking you up and down again, and then getting to his feet, he says, uh, if there is no reason to delay, I have no reason to stay. We can be off right now if you know where we're headed. Do we? You know where Chad said you guys should head? Yeah. Gnome... Beastinger family, Hyder, Hewitt. You, he had talked about going to the gnome capital, Hyder. That they had lost the trail in one of the cities around Hyder. And that his mentor, his old mentor, is currently in Hyder. And they were going to meet up with him. So do you guys, what do you guys tell him? Do we, well, like outside of the game, Chad isn't here, so we can't leave right, right do now. Do we get him first, right? Yeah. But I don't know if he'll come with us, because he's pissed, so... I mean, we're not going to leave Chad behind. Yeah, I'd fucking wing it and see what happens. (laughs) Soon we're going to be headed to Hyder, but we've got a pit stop to make first. We need to pick up a friend of ours. Are you in? Yes, well, uh, I haven't been to Hyder in a while. Should be a bit cramped, but 
you know, nothing can cramp the style of one who is uh, committed to a life of good deeds and good times. I'm sure we could find a uh, creative way to make more room on the trip. Yes, I uh, <laughs> believe this could be a very pleasant uh, expedition. If there's no further ado, we can go grab this acquaintance of yours and uh, be on our merry little way. Oh, like that. You said merry. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone needs at least one person who laughs at every terrible joke you make. Uh, he uh, lets out a sh- soft trill and a black crow drops down from the rafters above. Uh, landing with practice deeds on his shoulder, nudges his ear with affection while keeping one yellow eye trained on your group. And he looks at the crow and says, uh, what do you know, Beck? We'll be, uh, back out in the open after all. And he gestures for you to lead the way. Is anyone else like super self-conscious every time they clap because they're like, where do I put my hands? This doesn't (laughs) seem like the optimal way to get the correct amount of air between them to get the biggest, loudest clap. No, I'm always worried I'm too early. Absolutely not, because clapping is easy. You hit your hands together like... (laughs) Yeah, but like when you have to clap with purpose for like a thing, like I just start overthinking my clap. (laughs) Do I want to do it this way? Or like, is this like if I do it... Where both hands are perpendicular to the microphone. What if I hit the back of my hands together. <laughs> but like perpendicular to the microphone, the air would be forced half out towards the microphone. And does that carry the noise better? But I get a better like um I get better arm space if I do it parallel to the microphone. But like, is that enough of a percussive sound? It's just <laughs> Sarah? We just need the spike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, I think Alex. you might need to talk to someone. <laughs> Why? Not me. Hi. 